Continuing in Kibbutz of Aim, last time we discussed the Indian of Moira. Moira, if you remember, again, we had two Isurim that we had to discuss. We had two Isurim that we have to discuss. The first one was um, being Machabad, your parents, right? And the second one was Moira, and that was Fe, Ish, Imoi, Ve'oviv, Tiro. We already discussed the Indian of Fe, and we discussed that the Issa is to sit in their place and to contradict them, interrupting them, and various things like that. Now we're going to move on, Rabbi Sai, to be Machabad. To be mechabed your parents, Rafal. To be mechabed your parents, what is the din when it comes to that? So, Rabbi Chaim Shulevitz is a beautiful idea. Rabbi Chaim Shulevitz says that every person should look into their parents, every single person should look into their parents and find something positive, a positive quality that your parents have and concentrate and focus on that, right? As I mentioned, there are people that unfortunately don't have a good relationship with their parents, and therefore they ask, what should I do in this situation? The answer is exactly that. The answer is you look for one specific, positive quality, focus on that, highlight that, and respect that. That is a very important idea for a person to do, okay? That is an Indian of COVID. Another thing that's important is to talk respectively. Being respectful of a person, by the way, means referral means that you talk in a respectful manner to them, right? That's a very, very important thing to do, right? You can have, for example, two people that do the same action. For one person it's a mitzvah, and for the other person it's an avera. Why? Because for one person he does it with a smile, and the other person does it with a grumpy face, and he ended up with an avera, because he caused that person sour, because he did that thing, but he did it with a horrible face. So you can same thing with kibbutz of aim. You can have two people that serve their parents and both do the same action. Well, for one, it's an Aveira and for the other one, it's a mitzvah. Why? One of them does it with a simcha. He's happy. He's excited. He shows that he actually wants to do it. And other one does, okay, I'll do it. But like, he shows his displeasure. He shows that he really would rather not do that and not be there at that moment of time. That is an Aveira because you're causing tsar to your parents. So there you are thinking you're doing a gravaldic act of a mitzvah for your parent, but you're actually doing an Aveira. And that's a very, very bad Aveira. Keep it of aim. As uh, one of the boys in yeshiva told me that for him he finds it extremely difficult. He finds this extremely difficult. But he knows it's one of the Ten Commandments. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. It's an obligation. It's a chiyuv. And therefore, yes, I just have to work on myself, he said, in order to make sure that it comes out in the right way. That doesn't mean he has to hold his parents of tadikim, And it could be they've done things that are wrong. And we're not saying to ignore them. We're not saying to brush them under the carpet and forget about them. Could be, yeah. But that's not the point. It doesn't excuse you from the mitzvah, unless they're a Russia. It doesn't excuse you from the mitzvah of Kibber of Aim in any way, shape, or form. Okay? We did it already. So therefore, a person has to talk respectively to his parents. Whatever happens, you may disagree with them. That's fine. No one's telling you to agree with them, but to be respectful for them. If you see your parent doing something wrong, don't say, ooh, that's also you're not allowed to do that. You go over to them, you tell them, I learned differently, or can we ask the Rav together, or can we look it up together? That's the way to do it. The biggest covet that you could do for your parents, to bechavet them in the greatest way, is to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs, to use your guf, use your body, the body that they gave you in the correct way. Right? People ask sometimes, I've heard this from boys, you know, I can't come back for another year, for example, in yeshiva, because my parents are going to have a heart attack if I do. Right? I've heard this before. And to that I answer, listen, there are certain things, there are certain things that you don't need to listen to your parents for. Right? I'm not going to go too much into detail now, because this, this is like a crash course. But there are certain things you don't have to listen to your parents. One of them is Torah, and one of maybe it's marriage, depending, of course, if you have das Torah and you're doing the right thing. But of course, the idea generally is, why don't you have to listen to your parents? If Kibbutzim is so harsh, why do you have to listen to them? The answer is very simple. They gave you a beautiful life. They want you to use your life to the best of your ability. 
if they're doing something that's contrary to that, that's not being used in your life, not going to enable you to use your life the best possible way, then you don't have to listen to them. If coming back to learning yeshiva, just to give you an example, is something that is the correct thing to do, not because you decide, because Das Torah, your Rebbe, tells you it's the right thing to do for you, then even if your parents tell you it's not the right thing and we don't want you to do it, you don't have to listen to them. Of course, that doesn't mean to be disrespectful, chas v'shalom. That doesn't mean to ignore them. That means to talk to them respectively and explain to them, my Rebbe knows me, understands me, this is the best of my ability, this is what I need to be doing right now, for whatever reason. I'm talking about that, the same thing could be with marriage as well. If your Rebbe says that this is the right girl for you, going through all the simonim and everything, of doing dating, whatever, and your parents are like, I don't want you to marry her, you bet them, don't have to listen to them. But again, of course, it has to be done in the right way, in a respectful manner. It's a very, very important thing. No the greatest, the, 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 there's always respect. There's always respect. If, 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 so I'll tell you, if it's Nagaya, we could discuss it in a private way because it's a situation that has to be dealt with in an individual way. It's not something we could discuss in a, in a public forum. But al Kaponim is definitely something that can be done. I've, I've seen it being done. I've, I've been involved with things that have been done. Yes, it can be, can be done. Now, Rabbi Sai, standing up, very important. Standing up, Gemarim Kedushin. Stand up when your parents come into your stamina. Now, maybe you might feel a bit uncomfortable standing up in a full way when they enter the room, or maybe they'll be uncomfortable, right? No, however, what you could do is stand up before they get into the room for them, ask the code, they didn't even know you stood up for them, or just a little bit, just to show some respect. Now, they may say, come on, don't do that for me. They're allowed to be moichel, that's true, but it could be your obligation is to do it anyway, to show that you respect. It's a very, very important thing to do. Okay, it's a very, it's a very, it's a matter for you. It's a, it's a, you. They don't need your covet. Your parents don't need your covet. You're machabed them, just like a kores atoyv. A kores atoyv is not for the person you're giving it to, it's for yourself to work on your own midas. That's important. But by saying, if your parents tell you to do something that's osa, then of course, 100%, you don't have to listen to them, right? Because the Gemara says, Ish The Gemara says, Who you listen to? The Rebbe or the Talmud? About you listen to the Rebbe. Here, the Rabbi Shalom is our Rebbe. He's the Rabbi Shalom. He tells us what to do. We listen to him over our parents. And when it comes to Lashon Horim, when it comes to Shabbos, all sorts of things in the Drabonon, Obviously, once again, in a respectful manner, not in a disrespectful way. There's a way of speaking that's important. A person has to realize his grandparents bets him have the same din, right? A stepmother, a stepfather. Of course, your real mother and father come first, but a stepmother and stepfather fit into the same category. Your in-laws, your parents-in-law. There's a Mephoshah Pasuk in the Torah. Says the Shulchan Aruch in Yeridei Simon. That you have also for your father-in-law, also for your mother-in-law. Again, your parents naturally comes first. But I'm calling there is definitely, there absolutely is. Even, once I was just going to finish, Rabbi Sai, just going to finish, even an older brother is included in this. Rabbi Sai, there's a halachas that are very important. These are halachas that all of us can be mekayim with a little bit of sensitivity. As we said in the beginning, the Chayodim says we have to think about these things. Before you walk in the home, when you're walking for the first time after the plane, or you're walking every day after work or whatever it may be, Rafal, right? Before you do that, think about it for a moment. I'm about to walk into my parents to be mechabed, then to mechabed, to mekayim, the mitzvah, kibber of aim. One of the greatest mitzvah that we know the Torah says, you get schah of a You get tremendous amichas Who doesn't want to live a long life? Who doesn't want to live in this world for longer and longer? Longer and longer. Here you have the opportunity to bechabed your parents, to have more of your parents. It's a very important thing, Rabbi Sai. Mitzvah Shem. We shall continue. Okay.